Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Why do so many businesses struggle while others seem to explode overnight? Do you wish you had the secret to this type of exponential growth? Now, I've scaled more than 20 businesses to over $100 million, and it's not just luck. In my new book with Mark Tim, Mentor to Millions, you'll learn the repeatable framework I use in all my business ventures for massive success. Order at KevinMentor.com and get over $1,000 in bonuses. Head to KevinMentor.com. Welcome to the podcast. This is your host, Seth Green. Today, I've got the good fortune to be joined by Mitch Panter of PanterLaw.com. Mitch, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you, Seth. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm uh, proud to be here. And uh, our law firm is Panter, Panter and San Pedro. We've been in business for more than 30 years down in South Miami. All right. Well, congratulations on that. Let's go back in time a little bit. What inspired you to become an attorney? You know, I think it probably goes back to childhood. I always like to argue. And, and uh, so it was one of those things. I wasn't good in math. I wasn't good in science. So reading and writing and going to law school seemed the way to go. Um, always something I wanted to do. So that was the direction I was going to take. And I took it. All right. Well, congratulations on that. Thank you. How did you arrive at the area of specialization that you're in, in terms of, you know, things like personal injury and wrongful death? So the, the beauty of law is that there's so many different fields you can go into. Like medicine, you could be a doctor of ears, nose, eyes, throat, and specialize. Um, I, I didn't necessarily know that I wanted to do personal injury when I was younger, but I knew that I wanted to do something to help people. And, and that could either be a criminal lawyer or it could be you know, doing what I'm doing. Uh, first job I had was in, in what's called door law. I worked for a guy that did anything that walked in the door. Uh, then the next job I got, I got a real job working for a real law firm, and we did insurance defense. And what that means is we represented the insurance companies um, and businesses that were being sued for injuries that occurred um, as a result of their alleged negligence. And I did that for about five years. And, and while doing that, I, I kind of saw the techniques and the tactics that were being used, and I saw the other side. And and good and evil, black and white. Um, and I knew that, that I wanted to be on the other side helping people. So early on, I, I joined in with my brother, Brett, who was starting out as, as a practice a few years ahead of me. Um, we, we were panther, panther, uh, moved into our building 30 something years ago. Um, and I've been doing personal injury plaintiff's work ever since. Occasionally, I'll do a defense case. We'll represent a doctor that we previously sued or someone that was in an accident. But uh, the 99% of our work is personal injury on the plaintiff, the person suing, pursuing a claim side. 
All right. I love that you started out on the insurance defense and then kind of came over to the other side. The dark side to the good side. Yes, sir. <laughs> but we don't want to paint the entire insurance industry with that brush, but I there, understand. There are, you know, in, in any profession, in any occupation, anything, there are good people and bad people. And there are great insurance companies that we work with day in and day out, resolve cases amicably and do what's right. Um, and then there are those really bad, what we call substandard insurance companies that uh, deny, delay, don't pay. And, and it's a shame that they even exist and the insurance commissioner can't put them out of business. But, you know, for the most part, the lawyers that we work with on the other side, the adjusters we work with on the other side are good people doing a good job. And, and we're all combined together to, to, to help people to right the wrongs and to do what's right. All right. Now, personal injury could mean a number of different things. What are the types of cases that you see the most often? So I, it's funny, I was, I was uh, in a business group this morning and it was my turn to speak and it was, what do you do, Mitch? Who are you and what do you do? And what does personal injury mean? So medical malpractice means when a doctor, hospital, healthcare provider um, deviates from the standard of care, does something that shouldn't be done, uh, which causes harm, we pursue a claim for that. Uh, if you have a loved one or family member that's in a nursing home, a rehabilitation facility, never should they get a bed sore. Um, if they get a bed sore, it's a case. They shouldn't be deprived of their basic rights of, of, of living. Um, if that happens, we represent them. Um, we represent people injured in automobile accidents. An, an interesting case that we had was there was a, a, a scenario down in South Dade uh, where a very rural area and there was a stop sign, but the stop sign was covered by shrubs and and person A ran through the stop sign because he didn't see it and crashed into our client. So not only do we have a claim against that driver for not paying attention, but the county was responsible to maintain the property. They failed to do so. And as a result, we pursued that claim against both the driver and the county. Um, slip and fall cases, you go into a supermarket or a business and you slip and you fall because the property is not safe or well-maintained. Those are the kind of cases. Um, a, a, a negligence case for negligence security. If you're at a nightclub or you're at a facility, the bouncer beats you up, another patron beats you up, those cases. Uh, we've had the, the privilege of representing, and I don't know whether you guys are from Miami or not, but there was a big case called the FIU bridge case. A, a portion of a bridge at the college FIU fell down. And so we represented one of the families of people that were injured or killed in that accident. Um, construction site accident cases, um, anything where somebody is injured due to the negligence of somebody else, dog bites, um, you know, anything like that, uh, negligence, that's what we do. It seems like there are television commercials and billboards everywhere. How do consumers, how do your clients tell the difference? How do they realize, hey, just because they got millions of dollars of TV advertising doesn't necessarily mean I'm going to have a positive outcome and customer service that I'm happy with. How do you tell the difference? So you hit on the perfect point. I really appreciate that. Our, our latest philosophy and, and, and ad slogans are bigger's not better. Um, you know, you've got the, the one guy, the big monster guy that wants to take over the universe and the world, but the customer service stinks. Um, we have one office, we have five lawyers, we have 15 staff, we talk to people and that's what we advertise in. We advertise a bunch of years back, we learned from the best and we learned how to advertise what to advertise. Um, we're not gonna put our ad in a bathroom stall. Uh, we're not gonna put our ad on a bus bench. Uh, we're not gonna put our ad with jingles and funny silly stuff and, and ask for millions of dollars and put numbers and flashes. What, what our advertising is, is Mitch, David, Josh, Brett, you have a question, you call us, you speak to us. You're not going to get a case manager that's going to work on your case. Um, our ads are geared towards family, community, 
helping our clients. That's what you should be looking for as compared to, I'm going to get you the millions of dollars. Those are false ads. Um, there's a system. The Florida Bar rules regulate advertising, um, and there should be certain parameters within which you can advertise. Since COVID, for some reason, the advertisements have gone out of whack, and, and you see the craziest of ads that really have nothing to do with the practice of law, um, and, and, and are, in, in my mind, shameful and shouldn't be around. So we do a good job, and not only advertising, but in what we do in the community. Um, we, we, we do scholarships, we, we host events, we, we give away backpacks I'm doing now for kids going to school. When COVID first started out, we were there first in line giving out pizza to the, to the police and, and food for the, for the, for the uh, healthcare providers. So being part of the community. And then of course, board certification. Um, I'm board certified, Brett's board certified, David's board certified. If you go to a lawyer or a doctor, you should ask them, are you board certified? And what that means is that that particular lawyer or doctor is skilled and qualified above and beyond your everyday lawyer. And who's going to work on your case? So again, when you call Panther, Panther and some Pedro, you're going to speak to the lawyers. When you call the behemoth lawyers, you're not going to speak to anybody except the case manager. And that's not what you want for your case. Absolutely. What are some of the other biggest mistakes that people are making when it comes to trying to get some justice and some rectification for their injuries? So first and foremost, you should understand and appreciate the fact that personal injury law is governed by what's called a contingency fee. Contingency fee means you don't pay the lawyer. So if you have a personal injury accident and your lawyer says, you got to give me money, run, run like hell. Likewise, if your lawyer says, hey, let me give you some money on the side now to keep you going, that's illegal, it's unethical, it's impermissible, it's not the right thing to do. You should be looking again, board certification. Who's going to handle my case? Who's going to work with me on my case? Who's going to talk with me? One of the biggest complaints that's brought to the Florida Bar, which governs lawyers, is lack of communication. Talk to people. So whether it's an email, uh, you know, my personal cell phone, uh, text, fax, whatever it might be, does the lawyer communicate? And when the lawyer fails to communicate, the client doesn't know what's going on. And, and that's a problem. That creates a big problem. So you want to make sure as a client, you have the right to talk to your lawyer. You have the right to know. And there's a contract that you sign. And the contract specifically says you have the right to talk to the lawyer. You have the right to be told what's going on. You have the right to be told about adverse consequences. Make sure you understand what you're signing, what you're doing and how the case is progressing. Litigation takes years sometimes, and it might be, you know, a long drawn out process, but you should be able to communicate with your lawyer throughout that process and know what's going on. That makes a ton of sense. Now, for folks who are, I got to ask as a business perspective, if you work on contingency, meaning you don't get paid until you win, and litigation could take years, you obviously have the expenses of not only the materials, and the, but the time that you have to spend and your staff has sure. to spend for those years on that case. As a business owner, how do you manage the cash flow? Because you don't know when you're getting paid, hypothetically, but you still have bills to pay for the next couple of years before you get paid. So- I'm a lawyer, but I'm a businessman. I run the law firm Panther, Panther and San Pedro. I'm the managing partner for the past 30 years. That's what I do day in and day out. The first and foremost thing from a business perspective is, is case management, case selection. So we don't take junk. If I don't see at the end of the day, the possibility to make money for myself and money for my client, I don't want that case. Um, so I need to screen them carefully. Is there liability or fault? Is there insurance coverage? Is there a light at the end of the tunnel? I'm working on a case now where I've got a, a woman that was catastrophically injured because a drunk driver driving on the wrong side of the road crashed into her when she was on her motorcycle. He's uninsured. 
he's going to jail. He rented a car from a flea bag company that doesn't have any insurance. So, you know, I'm not going to spend the huge amounts of money on investigating the case because I already know the answer. I'm going to help the client. I'm going to get them their medical bills. I'm going to do what I can do. But from a business perspective, I need to know what's the status of the case. How much can I recover versus how much can I spend? So on what we call the FIU bridge case, that was a huge case involving multi-millions of dollars in, 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 in injuries uh, and in available insurance coverage. We can afford those kind of cases to go out and spend the money and hire the expert witness. Whether it's self-financing, which we do, we've been in practice 30 years, or there's banks and different companies that can finance money for you. So as a business owner, you have to put your business hat on as well. And that's something that I do daily. Now, you mentioned how your advertising is different. Talk a little bit about how clients are finding you. So the advertising comes in, in several different things. And advertising isn't, you know, we've had other lawyers that we know that just, here, here's, they want a case, here's a few hundred grand, let's throw it on TV and do a silly jingle and do it that way. Our advertising has always been grassroots. And in fact, some of the advertising we're doing locally emphasizes that, that we're hometown, homegrown. Um, I don't advertise throughout the world. I advertise in my community. My community is South Miami, uh, Kendall, Gables, you know, our local area. Today's day and age, we can take cases throughout the world and our clients are from out the throughout the world, but we really want to make sure that we're able to help people locally because it's something we do. So my advertising is not only TV and radio and print ad, but like I said, we're going to sponsor through the United Way, which we're a member of, uh, and give away 500 backpacks for kids. Um, we, we give away whatever it might be. We go to events. We get our name recognized. I belong to a business group called BNI. I'm the past president of the South Miami Kendall Bar Association, of the Pinecrest Business Association, of the Bench and Bar Benet Brith. So whatever the groups are, whatever the activities we can do is how we advertise. Um, and, and we like to advertise personally. We don't blast numbers and, 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 and say junk. We, we tell people honestly, we're here to help you. Let our family help you and your family. Those are our slogans. Those those are what we live by. Um, Panter, Panter, and some Pedro's Law Firm dedicated to protecting Florida's families. So all of the slogans that we have, all of the logos that we have, all center around helping people and being part of our community. And I find that to be a much better form of advertising and much more efficient than the yelling and the screaming. I would agree 100%. Your passion is obvious. What do you like best about what you do? I help people. You know, so, so one of the best things we do is when we have a case involving a child, um, we, we, like the court system down here, do a really good job on protecting them. And, and one of the ways that that happens is by what's called an annuity. So we settle a case for a minor child and the child's supposed to get 85, 90, 100, $250,000. Rather than just give that money to the child or the parents who might abscond with the money when the kid's eight years old, um, we're able to set up what's called a structured settlement. So we take that money, we put it through a AAA rated insurance company or, or other um, financial advisor facility. And, and when the kid turns 18, they get the money. But we don't just give them the lump sum at that age. So I'm really proud of the fact that we were able to, kid turns 18, and if they have the potential and the family is into it, we'll do a structured settlement that at age 18, 19, 20, 21. For every month, they'll get 500 bucks a month. At age 21, they get a $10,000 check. At age 30, they get a $20,000 check. At age 35, they get a $50,000 check. We spread out the money. They're not able to waste it. One of the worst feelings I have is when we settle a big case and the client comes to see me three weeks, four weeks, five weeks after the accident, he was really badly hurt. And he's pulling up with his brand new Camaro, a brand new boat. And then three months later, Mitch, can I get more money from my case? I, 
I'm sorry, buddy, you, you used your money. But when we can protect people from themselves, from their family, and do good for them and show them, hey, this is a more safe way to handle your finances, to protect you for your medical treatment in the future, and to educate them and do that, we feel, I feel, we have an obligation and duty to do that. And we really stress that. And it's really important. And it works. It's a wonderful thing. Absolutely. Well, we greatly appreciate your time. We know it's incredibly valuable for our folks watching and listening who would like to learn more. Where is the best place for them for, for them to find you? Pantalaw.com. Very easy. It's always been easy. My name is Mitchell Panter. I'm at mpanter at pantalaw.com. Our website is pantalaw.com. We've got a great social media presence. We've done a really good job on that. Um, and, and we answer the phone. You got a call, you got a question, email me, call us. We're happy to help you. All right. This has been Seth Green with Mitchell Panter of PantherLaw.com. Mitch, thanks again for joining us. Thank you, Seth. Great day. Thanks, everybody, for watching or listening. We'll talk to you or see you next time. Do you need money to fund your idea, product, or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet, and it's yours for free. Just text pitch to him right now at 727-888-2100. Text pitch to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch cheat sheet. Text pitch to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.